I'm Dr. Laura Jaggett, and welcome back. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the How to Life podcast, which happens to be episode 49. The topic today is to validate your probable impression of adulthood, which is the struggle is real. It's so real, but not to worry. Why? Because there are shows like this one and others to talk about it and share ideas and information to help take the fear and discomfort out of adulting. My guest today is Justin Peters, who is the host of the podcast, The Struggle is Real. He is 27. He has questions. He has doubts. He has some insecurities. But rather than let that slow him down, he created this great show for his peers to discuss and learn about how to handle these real world situations that aren't taught in school. He and I had a great conversation about this from our different perspectives, as I am a bit further along than he on the journey. By the way, even though you have lived some years, there are always new situations to face and overcome. As long as you're living, you are learning and growing and evolving, hopefully. Justin is thoughtful and inquisitive And that curiosity is lighting the path for his generation and others to become empowered and informed. I am really happy to introduce you to Justin and his show. You're really going to like it. Hi, Justin. I am really happy to have you on this show today. Thanks so much for joining in. Hey, Dr. Laura. Thanks for inviting me on. I'm super excited to get into this conversation with you because we pursue such similar premise in our show. So I'm really excited to share with your audience a little bit. This is a unique show that I haven't done before. Usually it's instructional, but I want to speak with you because you are in the hub of it right now, the hub of adulting. So before we start, could you please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you? Yeah. So my name is Justin Peters. I am the host of the podcast, The Struggle is Real. That podcast is focused on having conversations around topics that young adults are going to face throughout their 20s that wasn't addressed in the classroom. So everything from personal finance, health and wellness, your career, relationships, those are all categories that I like to pursue. It's a great topic for a podcast because these things cannot be taught in the classroom. How can you anticipate everything that you're going to bump into in life? But I just want, and I think you do also, for people to say, okay, this is normal. It's fine. We're going to figure it out together. And here is a bunch of information that maybe we can get our questions answered. Yeah. And they're, they're all meaty conversations. So my show is just trying to fill the gap between being a teenager and being a successful young adult. And then that continues on into being a successful spouse, successful parent, a successful business owner, and on and on and on as you go through the ages. So don't worry, guys. It doesn't end. You never reach the finish line. You just start journeying through with as much grace and fun as you possibly can have. I'm really excited that we got a chance to get introduced because we have a similar thesis with our shows that we are approaching, but we're approaching them from such unique, different directions. Like I am in the midst of what we are both talking about on the show, being 27 myself, and you come from some experience, like you've lived through the war itself. So it's so fun that we both want to address um, this, (laughs) yet uh, we just come at it from different angles. I like that you use the the word war. Uh, <laughs> let's, 
let's use struggle and the struggle. and the title of your podcast, The Struggle is Real. I mean, that could not be more accurate. Tell me why you decided to choose that title. Yeah. So uh, the original title was The Sandbox, um, partially from the IT situation of like having a sandbox or a software, a place to play around in and experiment with, because that's exactly what this this project was for me. It was just a place to experiment. And I wanted people to join along in that journey. And as my audience got more defined and I realized who I want to speak to and what I wanted to speak about, I realized young adults and in particular, the struggles that we go through in our 20s is what I was really, really interested in. So um, each one of my episodes, I think about my little brother when I have these conversations and all the things that he asked me and like, I'm like, oh my gosh, either I'm going through that currently and or I just went through that a few years ago. And it morphed into the millennial phrase, the struggle is real. I just thought it fit. It was funny. It was catchy. It was to the point. When did you realize that, oh my gosh, I'm completely unprepared for adulthood? Because we've all had that experience. When did it happen for you? When did you start realizing it? You know, <laughs> this is such a funny question because looking back, I thought I was ready for adulthood. I think like we all do. And then you graduate college, you get a, you know, six months to a year into adulthood. And you're like, holy cow, all these things that I didn't know how to communicate with my roommates about situations that are happening, how to pay bills, what's insurance, what's a 401k. I'm in this job now. Like, how do I become a top performer? How do I lead people that are twice my age? These were all questions that were hitting me that two, three, four years. So it's that typical adage of like, the more you know, the less you realize that you know, kind of thing. So I would assume um, that probably happened around 23, 24. And it, it just gets worse and worse every day for me. <laughs> So since you are 27 years old, you're kind of like right in the center of what I visualize my target audience is. I want the audience to hear, hey, I'm, I'm not alone, or I'm not the odd person out feeling these feelings or thinking these things. Did you have bouts of insecurity or thinking, oh my gosh, I don't want to say I don't know how to do that, or I don't know what that means because they'll think I look dumb. <laughs> Did you ever encounter that? Every single day, literally every <laughs> single day. <laughs> That's such an easy question. Um, you can be confident and you can be resourceful, but I've also realized that you're allowed to ask for help because so many of these things that you are going to be experiencing throughout your 20s and your early 30s, and you know, you're doing it for the first time and you shouldn't be perfect and you shouldn't have all the right answers. And it is so okay to look to people that are older than you or people that are sometimes even younger than you for some of those solutions or ideas or pick up a book or read a blog. It's so great because we're keystrokes away from so many things. I mean, you talk about some really practical things on your show as well, like the uh, getting an oil change and dealing with those things. Like I, it, it's, you know, those everyday things be okay with like not necessarily knowing and just raising your hand and just being like, I don't know how to do this. Somebody help me. And there is always someone willing there, uh, willing to help you with that. Have you ever encountered anyone who didn't want to offer advice or was kind of mean about it? Or have you found that most people are really generous in helping out? I'm sure I've asked questions and somebody has been brash about the response, but I've found through my experience that almost everybody is willing to offer the help and advice if, if they can. 
and going above and beyond, not even just give the advice there at the moment, but they'll follow up with you. They'll offer to set up another coffee meeting or do whatever. Like there's so many great people out there in the world. And like I said, all you got to do is ask and raise your hand and somebody will come. It's true. And now there may be people who'll say, oh, well, I'm just going to figure it out on my own. I think ego gets in the way a little bit. Um, and and maybe there is a real fear of looking less than like they're going to fire me if they realize I don't know what I'm talking about. But that's on you guys. That's you because people really do want to help you. If somebody hires you, they're investing in you and they want to make sure that you get through the learning curve as quickly as possible. And as long as they see that you're earnest, you want to know the information, you want to learn and you learn quickly, they're going to give it to you as much as they can, as fast as they can. Funny you mentioned that. I, I do a lot of hiring. I used to run an internship program for five years in my in my previous employer, and now I do some recruiting work as well. And I think one of the most admirable qualities and um, the people that I hire and the people that end up being really successful in their career paths is humbleness and the fact that people do speak up and often say, I don't know, and I want to learn. Can you help me? That is just I think so attractive in a candidate versus the other side, because we know that the young people don't know everything. So if whenever I don't often hear questions asked, whenever they first start off, I start to get a little worried. I've always found it easy to raise my hand and ask questions because I've been on the opposite side and I've realized how attractive that is to an employer. On your podcast, you have a lot of really good topics. What is it that makes you want to put out a podcast on a particular topic? Is it something you want to know about yourself? Yeah, I pretty much always follow my curiosity. And (laughs) a lot of my brainstorming sessions come from conversations with my little brother. He'll ask questions. And like, I'll just have a light bulb moment, like, oh my gosh, that'd be such a great topic to explore on the podcast. Like that is totally something I didn't know two or three years ago. And or whenever I'm just living life as a 27 year old as well, and I approach something, I'm like, man, I really don't know anything about this topic. I'll research it and not, you know, I might come to a conclusion, but I'm like, man, I should have more conversations about this certain thing and see if, if that's true or not. So yeah, I typically follow my curiosity. It's relationships. It's like, man, I really struggled to um, communicate about moving in with my significant other. Maybe I should find someone that's has some expertise in that or has gone through that, that I can talk to about, or I'm starting to see some residual effects of, drinking beer and eating pizza. Like what, how do I make a a healthy eating plan and, 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 and start working out accordingly. And I'm assuming some other people are feeling that exact same way. And, you know, in the career path, it's leading people that are older than me. That was a struggle early on. And I had to figure that out. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to go find somebody that has been in that situation or has written a book about that and see if they're interested in coming on and, and providing that information to my audience. What would you encourage people in your age group? What's the first thing they need to do in order to get over a hump or a stumbling block? I think pursuing professional development or self-improvement, whatever medium that best serves you is a really great place to start. Feeling like you're better than you were the day before, I think is a great accomplishment and something you can really build on. So if that looks like picking up books on topics that interest you, or listening to great podcasts like this, or having conversations with people you typically wouldn't have conversations with. I think those are all great things. Being really intentional about 
your professional development and self-improvement is a great idea for any young adult out there. You had mentioned, I spoke with you earlier about Clubhouse. Talk about that. Yeah, Clubhouse has been a great platform for me. Um, I've really enjoyed it because I've connected with so many interesting people. Um, you and I didn't connect on Clubhouse, but we I connected with a mutual connection of ours on Clubhouse, which is how I got introduced to you because I was telling her about my podcast and she's like, oh my gosh, you have to meet Dr. Laura because you guys are pursuing the exact same goal. So Clubhouse is great because you can jump into rooms and have genuine on the spot conversations about topics that you're really interested in. And then you can take those topics offline. If if you resonated with something that somebody was saying in one of those rooms, my biggest suggestion would just be reach out to them and ask them if you could grab 20 or 30 minutes. I think one of the best silver linings of COVID is that it has really normalized the whole Zoom conversations. And it is so easy now because there's not that overwhelmingness of, oh, this person wants to have coffee with me. So now I need to go find two and a half hours of my day so I can drive there, have coffee with them, drive back, all that disruption. It's so easy now to get 20 or 30 minutes on someone's calendar, if you're willing just to jump on Zoom, get to know them a little bit and, you know, ask them really great questions. I want to talk about some of the topics you've covered on your podcast. And I really like them because they're pretty general, but really important. You have like personal accountability. I know people well into their 60s who have not grasped that concept. Finances, I've done quite a few shows about finances. Get control of your finances in your 20s rather than have to dig yourself out later on. Knowing your personality, the importance of commitment, what is your purpose, dealing with failure. That's a huge one. I haven't discussed that yet, but everybody fails. I think the word failure is what throws a lot of people off, but you don't really fail. All you did was learn something that you don't like and you just can pivot in a new direction. Standing up for yourself, the importance of sleep. I did a show on that also. Mm -hmm. Job search, some practical stuff as well. I love that. What has been the feedback on your show so far? It's been great. I, I've really enjoyed creating the episodes. Just for myself personally, it's my own personal development path because I get to spend a week deep diving, researching, learning all about the guests that's coming on my show. And then I get to have the tangible conversation with them and ask all the burning questions after that research that I really wanted to have with them. And I tell my guests, if you want to hit a home run on my show, I'm looking for two eyes every single time you come on. I'm looking for instruction to execute on the topic or the struggle that we're currently talking about in this episode, and then inspiration, the inspiration to go act on that instruction. I have semi-long format podcast, somewhere probably between 45 minutes to an hour, because I like to paint the picture of that speaker's life and the struggle that they've went through and what they've learned. And then I want to give enough airtime to bring it to the practical and actually get into the instruction. So hopefully each episode, like I said, addresses a, a, an issue that you're going to face throughout your 20s, and then also leaves you motivated to start acting on that. And your show does just that. I've listened to a few episodes. They're very good. I also do the two eyes. I had a third eye and that's insight. So mm. I can often talk about, here's what I've learned. Here's the instruction. Here's the inspiration. Here's some insight on it as well. What, what initially led you to creating your podcast? I have kids your age and mm. I know the questions that they ask me. And I remember having those same questions when I was their age. I started off with just the YouTube channel. 
just doing these little short instructional videos. And then somebody, I was talking with someone one night about a problem she was having and she stopped in the middle of it and she said, you should do a podcast. I thought, hmm, my goal is to talk to my kids and everyone your age and even people who are older. Uh, If they don't know something, here's some information. Here is maybe a doorway that'll lead you to the information that you need. That's what I want to provide, which is what you want to provide as well. And it's funny you mentioned that. I often talk to people that are older than me and they're asking about the podcast and I, you know, I tell them the thesis, it's to discuss an issue that young adults are going to face throughout their twenties that wasn't addressed in the classroom. And I'll mention a few topics and they're like, holy cow, I need to learn about that too. So I've realized it's not just a 20 something thing. It's a 30 something, a 40 something, even a 50 something thing. (laughs) It's true. I learn something new every time I do an interview. Even when I put a tutorial out on my YouTube channel, I have to research it. And I'm like, oh, I, I didn't know that. I did an episode on my podcast about basic car maintenance. I learned a ton on that show. And I've been driving a long time. <laughs> I, I dig your your YouTube too, because it's like if people are looking for short, actionable instruction videos, I just think you create such great videos there. So kudos to you on that. Thank you. Thanks very much. Do you have a website or you just have the podcast? Yes, I have a website, uh, justinpeters.co. So people can go there. um, They can find show notes and kind of dive deeper. I write a few blog posts too every once in a while. About a year ago, did a six-part blog series on networking. So if that interests anyone out there, it's pretty detailed. Um, I go through a lot of the networking, a, a lot of small networking hacks as well, just because I think it is such an important facet. And if you can get it down in your 20s, it will start paying dividends for you in your 30s and you will see huge, huge returns for the rest of your life. Do you have people ask you questions or say, can you do a show on this? Yeah, yeah. Now I, I kind of have a running list. I'll mention a few of the ideas that I have coming. So a few things that I'm looking to tackle on the podcast, digital minimalism, I've, I've found um, reducing my social media consumption to the things that I really just want to consume is something I'm interested in learning more about. And I would assume other people are learning more about tackling student loans is something that so many of my friends ask me about and need help with. Moving to a new city, I've done that twice here in the last three years. So, um, and there are so many unique challenges that come with moving out of your hometown. The "should we have kids?" question is is really interesting. Um, recently, it's it's something that is starting to come up, and a few of my older friends have really had to dive deep into it recently. And then, um, stop comparing yourself to others. That is just a pandemic with the rise of social media and uh, just, you know, the rise of your individual personal brand as well. There's a lot of comparison and I struggle with it and um, I'm looking for someone that can speak intelligently on that. So if there is anyone in listening that can tackle any of those things that I'm talking about, I'd love to have a conversation. Well, why don't you give us your contact information so that people can find you, Justin? Yeah, best place to reach out to me is is just on Instagram. Um, I'm I'm at Justin Lee L E E Peters, so that's Justin Lee Peters on Instagram. And they can direct message you there. Yep, direct message me there, and it's open. So um, yeah, feel free to direct message me, or if you go onto my website, JustinPeters.co, you can find some more contact information there as well. And your podcast? My podcast is called The Struggle Is Real. You can pretty much find it anywhere you're going to find podcasts. So all the major players just type in The Struggle Is Real with Justin Peters and and you'll find my latest episode. Justin, thanks so much for talking with me today. And I'm so happy that I was able to have, what what is your group called? You're not the millennials. 
millennial. Yeah. Are you a millennial or are I'm you right, too I'm, young? I'm a little bit on, I'm a cusper. Um, but, but yeah, I'm, I'm still considered a millennial. I think like three years younger than I am is whenever you start getting into like the Gen, Gen Z. Z. <laughs> the yeah. Gen Z millennials, the struggle yes. is real. It's not really a struggle. It's just the journey. The journey is real and the journey continues into your 30s, 40s, and 50s in different ways. Try to find ways to learn the information you need and be gentle with yourself. Everything's going just fine. Don't worry. Yes. And and Dr. Laura, thanks so much for inviting me on and thanks so much for what you're doing with Without a Life as well and being a crusader on this journey and helping out my peers with all the things that we struggle with. So I really, really appreciate it. You're welcome. Justin, thank you very much for being on today. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. So whether you need some practical advice or information, or you just need a virtual hug because the struggle is real, check out Justin's show. I'll have his contact info and social media links available for you in the show notes at howtolife.com slash 049. Justin mentioned some information that's relevant to his generation, and I'm happy to report that I've done some shows on those topics. Episode 3 is about insurance. Episode 19, Digital Minimalism. Episode 20, The Importance of Sleep. Episode 25, Intuition and Trusting Your Gut. Episode 30 is about leadership. And I just did one on personal accountability, and that was episode 45. I have also done at least five shows on finances. I am really happy to be able to share information and knowledge to help you as you journey through your life. If you are enjoying this content, please subscribe to the How to Life podcast so that you don't miss an episode. And Justin brought up the Mominars on my YouTube channel. A Mominar is a seminar given by a mom, but they are only five-minute seminars on a specific basic life skill, like how to pay your bills and how to write a resume. He mentioned those specifically, and they're there for you. It is patient and encouraging instruction that you can watch as many times as you need. All of this content is on my website, howtolife.com. Check it out and then follow the links to subscribe. Thank you for supporting me and listening to this show. Please hit the five-star rating button before you sign off. I would appreciate that so much. And I appreciate you. And guys, just relax and don't worry so much if you're a little insecure or have some doubts or even fears about adulting. I promise you will learn and you will thrive. Don't worry about a thing. You got this. Mm-hmm.